0: Hey there, I'm Kate All, the host of the Empowered Agency podcast. This is the podcast for service providers, VAs, and agency owners looking to create their ideal agency. Each season is broken down into 10 episodes, 15 minutes or less every Sunday. Let's dive in. This is season six, episode seven. No one tells you how to get small. When businesses are in a constant growth and an upward trajectory, like I was for nine... Actually, it was for seven and a half years... It's really hard to switch gears when you're hit with some down years. And I think this is particularly hard for those of us who are new in entrepreneurship, new in business ownership. There is no real playbook that prepares you for getting smaller. And there's a lot of ideas of what getting small looks like. In fact, at a recent entrepreneurs organization meeting that I had, I was sharing my struggles with this idea of nobody tells you how to get small. And one of my forum mates said, define what small is. So we're going to talk about that a little bit at the end of this episode and where I feel like I've landed. But it was helpful to hear that. And it was helpful to sit around the table with other people in other industries who are wrestling with that same thing. And it's easy to think when you're growing your agency, that it's just you, or maybe you're doing something wrong, or maybe you're not understanding something, especially when it revolves around social media. I have felt, and I have heard from many people who have felt this, that you're constantly questioning yourself and wondering, am I missing something? Am I doing this right? Does somebody else know something that I don't? What I have learned is you usually know everything you need to know. You're just in a hard spot. And it's very hard to be in a hard spot, especially when the platform that you're working on, in my case, it's Pinterest, is making a ton of changes, a ton of switches that really affect your client's results and outcome. And there's not a lot you can do. In fact, in our agency, we've only been working with Pinterest for nine years. We have so many people on our team who are knowledgeable, who know how to go deep, Look at analytics. Try different things. Really, we we have everything at our fingertips. And when we hit these points where we say, "Man, there's really nothing we can do," it's it's hard. It's hard to express that to a client in a way that tells them we've done everything we can and here's where we're at. Now you have to make the choice: are are we going to go through this, or are we going to choose to be done with services? Which is again always a hard conversation. So I want to walk through um, in this discussion about getting small about six things that I feel like I've learned since July. And I would say 2022 was our first decline year. We had grown eight years in a row, quite great growth, which was amazing. And I'm so appreciative of it. But in the midst of all of this It happened so fast. So first, there's the shock and awe. And you ask yourself, how did this happen? How did I not see this? And I was at a agency mastermind. I've shared this in season five. And I was sitting around the Zoom call. And every single agency owner said, man, I really wish I didn't invest in this thing in August. I really wish I had this cash from here. I didn't see this coming. And that was comforting to me because I realized I wasn't the only one who had been hit with this shock and awe, kind of like, what? How did this happen? Because so many agencies had grown so tremendously in 2020 and the switch to the online world, it was fantastic. And then all of a sudden, when you started to hear the talks of the recession and gas prices are going up in the US, and it's just this like, and you essentially you lose 25% of your client base and you're sitting there going what in the world and as all optimistic optimistic business owners you think it's going to go back up it's going to go back up we're going to try this we're going to do this we're going to and there's an element of sitting in that shock and awe and saying ha- when you ask the question how did this happen there's it just happened right there it's just the way of the world and there's nothing you did wrong And there's nothing you could have done differently to prevent it. Well, there's maybe a few things. But honestly, when things hit you out of this, when you get like a right hook, you don't see it coming, right? So there's not a whole lot you can do. You can try to, you can say, I wish I would have put my hand up, but it is what it is. So first, acknowledging that was shocking. Here we are. Second is the numbers, getting super clear on them. In that optimism of hoping things go back up, it's very easy to be in a holding pattern that says, we're going to get more people. We don't have to reduce hours. We don't have to let people go. We're, we're going to get it. It's gonna We're going to figure it out. During this time, we had a lot of unclear numbers for us, which is a whole nother separate issue. But I will tell you, if you can get very clear on your numbers, very cu- clear on your trajectory of if this, then that. So if we don't get more clients we have to do this. And I have often wrestled with this idea of it's not personal, it's business, which kind of gets me to the third point of making hard decisions. I am such a people person. I have learned I'm also a people pleaser. And I'm very sympathetic to situations where people's lives are difficult. My husband has been laid off four times. I have lived on food stamps multiple times. I have been with little kids at home, not knowing if I'm going to make my mortgage. I know the bottom of the bottom. I have felt it. I still feel it. And every time my husband calls me and says, Hey, I got to tell you something. I'm like, Oh, here we go. It's like my whole body just braces for the impact of what could be said. And then he's like, I forgot to take my steak out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like ready to lose my mind. Like, are you kidding me? I thought you were going to lose your job and you just forgot to take your steak out of the freezer. What? So, in that sense, my body feels that sadness and pain of losing a job or losing hours. I have a very deep understanding of it. But when it comes to making hard decisions in business, I realized I'm not a nonprofit. I am not that I'm doing this because I have to provide for my family too, which means that I have to make hard decisions for people that I really like. And that is difficult when you have an agency or agency is people. If I were to have to cut Zoom, there's no emotional attachment to it. I can be like, well, I don't really love Google Meet. It kind of sucks. I really like the filter on Zoom. But I'll go to Google Meet because it's free, right? That That's a very non-emotional decision besides the vain part that I just expressed with the filter. When it comes to people, it's very difficult. And that phrase is not personal, it's business. It's true. It is. It's just a business decision that if I don't make this decision to allow this, I guess, room for downward growth, then the whole ship goes down. right? And I had to wrestle out what that looks like with how people felt about me. How would people feel about me if I reduced their hours? How would people feel about me if I let them go? How would people feel about me if I don't respond to this the right way? Some entrepreneurs have an ability to evade that pretty easily. And I am envious of that. I do not. So I had to get face-to-face with the shock and awe, what are my numbers? And here's the decision that I need to make. Fourth, it's now defining what small looks like. There's a lot of talk in this online world. If you've been around for any amount of time, I've been doing online work now for 12 years. And there's always this message of grow, 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 get more, do more, be more, make more, all while working four hours from the beach, right? But there's no Facebook ad that says, here's what it looks like to get small in your business. That doesn't mean small in impact. That doesn't mean small in messaging. But for me, what it means is a smaller team. I can't support the amount of people that we did before. And that's just a fact. That's what the numbers tell you. I can't support the number of hours. That's what the numbers tell us. And so getting small, getting agile... Means that you have to make those hard decisions. Again, that goes back to bumping up against like the sympathy, the empathy piece, right? But if I think about the person who runs a business, like let's say a burrito shop in the corner, they know that in a certain season, let's say it's summer and they have a food cart, people are loving the burritos, right? Like they're killing it, they're selling out every day. They have a line out there. They have this like cult following. It's awesome. But if they have a food cart and it's the middle of winter and it's rainy, I live in the Pacific Northwest. It's windy. I live near the gorge and sometimes it's snowy. The line is not going to be there anymore. And so they have to reduce their staff. It's kind of this thing of small might look like a seasonal small, but it's how do we get small during the winter so that we can maintain during a summer? And a winter and a summer in businesses look so different, right? From the burrito shop to an agency is like completely different. And that's where I feel like I'm really wrestling out what that looks like right now while I grieve the loss. And I th- that's number five for me. Grieving the loss and knowing that there are seasons... Of less, like I talked about with the winter and seasons of pruning. And I don't think I was prepared for this. So, some of you listening may be in your first, second, or third year of your service based business. You might be in this space where you're like, okay, I think I'm ready to hire somebody. I think I'm ready to branch out into this. I think I'm ready to grow. You might still be growing, which is amazing. And I was too for those eight years. And then all of a sudden, I wasn't. And I think I had in my mind, I falsely believed that there was going to be an upward trajectory for everything. Because that's what all these ads told me, right? They told me if I just put in the effort, if I just put in the system, then I would keep growing. And it's not like I didn't interrogate those thoughts or I didn't call BS on those. But the numbers supported what was happening. So yes, it's growing. Okay, we need to hire somebody. Okay, we need to do this. Okay, we need to put this system in place or this operating system or this person here. There were all the indications that things were growing, growing, growing. And now I'm just in a season of pruning, but I wasn't prepared. And so I'm telling you, I'm passing on this piece of wisdom to you that there are times when the graph that has been going up and to the right, it's gonna have a dip and prepare for that dip. When it starts to dip, ask yourself these hard questions. Okay, what do my numbers say? What, am I, what does my lead gen say? What do these other things say? How can I really get face-to-face with the numbers instead of doing a little bit what I did, which was b- burying my head in the sand, like, oh, we're good. We're, we're totally good. We're good. We're going to keep growing. We're going to keep growing. My optimism got the best of me. Last, I would say, give yourself to figure out who you are in this new season. Not everybody has to do that. Not everybody has to get introspective. Not everybody has to figure out if they have a mindset issue or anything like that. I'm not saying any of those things. You might enter into a downward season and be like, all right, let's go buckle up, buttercup. I feel like where I am, having grown the business, I am wired as both an operator and a visionary. A lot of op- entrepreneurs are heavy, heavy visionary, which means they're quick starts. They can move. But I know what the operations looks like. I know what the visionary looks like. The operations of my company are very smooth. They're very streamlined. They, are, they really don't need me. In fact, on this 12-day sabbatical, I was not needed once. And that's great. So now I'm giving myself space to figure out who do I want to be in this new season How do I want to be my company's ambassador to help it with growth? That doesn't mean I'm going to automatically scale my team. That doesn't mean I'm automatically going to scale a bunch of different things. But I want to figure out what do I want to do? What do I find joy in as I am in this seat of owner and CEO? And I haven't really had the luxury of doing that previously, partially because of myself, but partially because I've been growing. However... I think whether or not you're in one, two, three, four, nine years, whatever you're at in your agency growth business, I always think there's a good time to benchmark this. Who am I in this season of my business? What do I enjoy and what is difficult? And choose to lean into the things that you enjoy and do some of the stuff that's difficult. You're never going to get rid of that. But How can you continue to foster something that helps you enjoy being an entrepreneur? I was talking on my other podcast yesterday with somebody who said they were so burnt out. They were like, I just hit the end of my rope. I was ready to look for another job because it's hard running a business. And I resonated so much with that because I felt that so much the last six to eight months that it has been so hard running a business that the idea of letting someone else do it or the idea of just passing the baton and saying, I'm out, was freeing on some level. But I think I've come back to this place that says, okay, I'm not going to let this destroy me, but I am going to come out and figure out who Kate is on this other side of the season. So I don't know if this has resonated with you. This is a very honest podcast about where I am at, what I am wrestling through. And my hope with any of these podcasts is that It's just a little glimpse into what's in my brain, what I'm working through, and that you can hear that. And there's an aha and there's a takeaway for you. Again, you may be in a season of growth. You may not be wrestling with getting small, but I'm planting the seed that when you hit that point of where you do have to get small, you're not blindsided. You're not going, man, I wish somebody would have talked about that. I'm talking about it so that you have that in the future and can be prepared because this is what long-term business growth is. It's a graph that goes up and down, up the mountain, down the mountain, in the valley, all around. It's a crazy roller coaster ride. I just don't think I was very prepared for that because I didn't hear anybody talk about getting small. Alrighty, Would you take a moment after you're done listening to this to share with a friend who's in the same boat, who needs to hear this? And would you take 30 seconds just to leave a review? I know I don't have a lot of touch points with you as the listener Sometimes I'm on Instagram, sometimes I'm not. That's another thing I'm wrestling out with too. Growing two businesses at the same time is also a whole nother deal. But if you'd leave a review, I would love to hear from you and I would love to see how this is impacting more people who are running agencies, who are service providers and VAs as well. So thanks so much for listening.